Hello, and welcome to this week's episode, episode 24 of the Anti-Aging Insights Podcast. As always, it's an absolute pleasure to have you along for this episode. Today, we are answering a very common question when it comes to aesthetic techniques that I use in the clinic. And this is the age-old question of needle versus cannula. When do you use a needle? When do you use a cannula? What is a cannula? And how do you decide which is the appropriate technique based on the type of treatment that you're going to have? So today, I'd like to share a few thoughts with you about the different types of techniques that you may experience if you come into the clinic for a neuromodulator treatment or a filler treatment. And these are the two main options that we have when it comes to doing these types of treatments. So first of all, let's just understand what are these two devices? What is a needle and what is a cannula? Physically, what do they look like? And what makes them different from each other? Well, most people are very familiar with what a needle is. A needle is simply a small, thin, cylindrical piece of metal with a very sharp tip on the end. It is designed to penetrate tissue when you insert the needle. So for all of us that have ever had an injection in our lives, that is a needle. It is a sharp tip. That's the key. It has a very sharp tip that allows it to penetrate the tissue. A cannula, on the other hand, tends to be a little bit longer than a needle, although not always the case. But the key difference here with a cannula is that it does not have a sharp tip. It has a blunt end. It has a rounded end. And so what that means is that it is not effective at cutting through tissue, at penetrating tissue, which is why it can be a better device for certain procedures. And I'll explain more about that as we go through. So let's talk about the different roles of these devices because I think that'll help to clarify a little bit more about what the difference is and why we would pick one over the other. Let's talk about the needle first. So when it comes to needles, needles traditionally are what have been used for aesthetic treatments in the past. Because the needle can penetrate the tissue wherever we put it, it is very effective for providing precise injections into very specific anatomical locations. So Botox, for example, one of the neuromodulators, when we want to inject that into specific muscles, very, very specific locations, then we use needles because we can literally stick that needle in exactly the location where we want the Botox, where we want that neuromodulator to go. One of the disadvantages of a needle is because it is penetrating the tissue every time you do a little poke, there is more potential for some bleeding. And that means more potential for some bruising because that's what a bruise is, right? If you penetrate tissue and you get a little bit of bleeding under the skin, that is a bruise. There can also be a little more discomfort because every time you do a needle poke, it hurts a little bit. And so those are some of the disadvantages of the needles. It can cause a little more bruising. It can cause a little bit more swelling. It can be a little bit more uncomfortable in certain cases if a topical or a local anesthetic hasn't been used. But it's extremely versatile. It's extremely precise. And it's very effective when we want to target a particular tissue. And that is why we would select a needle if we want to be in a very specific location. Now, if we compare that to cannulas, cannulas, because they have a blunt end, they're not effective at penetrating tissue, which means that if we are going to use a cannula, 
we first have to make a small little poke with a needle to open up a little tiny hole for the cannula to then enter. Once we've done that poke with a tiny needle, we can then take that needle out and then we can put the cannula in that tiny little hole. And once that cannula is in that hole, it can now be pushed through the tissue. And here's the really nice thing about a cannula. Because it does not have a sharp end, once it's under the skin and we push that through a little bit, it is less likely for that cannula to injure further tissues. It's less likely for it to go into a blood vessel, for example, because what happens is that blunt end tends to find its easiest path through the tissue, and that typically means avoiding any of the more robust structures, such as a blood vessel or a nerve or that sort of thing. The cannula tends to snake its way through the path of least resistance. And because of that, it is actually a safer technique in certain areas, particularly when there are a lot of blood vessels in that area. It's a way that we can get a product, a filler, into an area that otherwise would be less safe if we were to use a needle. The other thing about a cannula is because it is not actually cutting through any tissue, there can be less bruising and less trauma to the area. And so that's a nice thing about a cannula as well. Now, one of the disadvantages of cannula is because they have a certain length and they're going through the path where we originally made that little hole with the needle, there's only a certain amount of area that it can reach before you'd have to make another little needle prick in another area to insert the cannula in that area. So the reach of it can be a little bit limited, but that's also why we are very particular when we design the treatment plan so that we are minimizing the number of needle pokes and then we can try our best to ensure that we are reaching as much of the targeted tissue with that cannula at one time. When we put the cannula in, there are various ways that we can leave filler, that we can leave product in the tissue as we fan the cannula, and there are ways that we can do that. So it's a really nice option to have for treatments, particularly when it comes to fillers. Now, as a physician who does these treatments, one of the things that I then take into account whenever I'm doing a treatment is to decide which of these procedures or which of these techniques would be most appropriate. A lot of times it can be a combination of the two. Let me give you a few concrete examples. If we are doing lip augmentation, oftentimes I like to use a needle because I want to be extremely precise where that filler is going. It's a relatively smaller area of the face. And so I want to have that precision, that control. If we are doing under eye fillers, for example, tear troughs, then we want to use a cannula because it's a much safer way to be able to get the product up under the eye without putting needles into an area where there are more blood vessels. And so you can see that a lot of things go into deciding which technique to use. Yes, the result, the area, but also safety is critical. And so these are all the things that I think about when I am doing a particular technique. One other example is cheeks. Cheeks can actually be done using both techniques, as can temples. You can use needles in those areas. You can also use cannulas. And it depends, again, on the person's individual characteristics and what we are trying to achieve. So I hope that gives you a little bit more uh, information about what 
cannulas and needles are. Needles have been the staple for these procedures for many years. Cannulas are thin, flexible metallic tubes with blunt ends that have certain advantages and disadvantages, as I mentioned. If you would like to discuss this more, then feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Terry Fisher, D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R, or of course at the clinic at antiagingvancouver.com. Now, I mentioned a couple of things in passing in this episode, safety, customized results, using expertise to decide on which technique would be most appropriate, as well as making sure that the results are optimal and natural. I actually have five pillars, five personal pillars that guide my aesthetic medical practice. And they set the scene for everything that I do. And I specifically use the word scene because the letters in scene, S-C-E-N-E, stand for my five pillars. Safety, customized treatments, expertise, natural results, and enjoyment. And over the next five weeks, I am going to be doing a small little mini-series about my five pillars of aesthetic treatments, tackling each one of these in the next uh, subsequent five weeks. So if you want to learn a little bit more about how I approach my treatments, then I encourage you to have a listen to those episodes. I hope that you'll learn a little bit more about my approach. And as always, please feel free to reach out to me. It's a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for tuning in today to the podcast. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week.